Hello, you're listening to A Spark of Science. I'm Rory from Glasgow Science Centre, and this week we're going to be talking about one very peculiar example of science in music, the wolf tone. Let's begin with some musical mechanics. Acoustic musical instruments like violins, cellos, pianos and guitars are all built in such a way that they amplify the sound they produce. When their strings make noise, the rest of the instrument is designed to vibrate along with them in order to carry the sound and make it louder. But with this function comes a rather strange quirk. Because musical instruments are designed to vibrate along the music, there exists a note at which the instrument will vibrate the best, a kind of favourite note, which the instrument will sound out clearest and loudest. We call this note the resonant frequency. What does this have to do with the mysterious wolf tone? Well, as a musician begins to play, things begin to get interesting. As they approach the resonant frequency. Now, as the musician sets the strings vibrating at their chosen frequency, the body of the instrument begins to vibrate instead at its preferred resonant frequency. As these two competing notes sound out, they combine in the listener's ears into one warbling, trembling pitch. One that appears to cycle from loud to quiet, loud to quiet, over and over. We call this a beat frequency. But in musical terms, it's known as the wolf tone, as it's said to sound like the lonesome cries of a howling wolf. Wolf-like or not, knowing the forces at play, it's hard not to appreciate the wolf tone's unique quality. Historically, the wolf tone has been seen as an undesirable feature, an ugly sonic side effect, but in recent years composers have begun to incorporate them into their work as something to be explored and even celebrated. Thanks for listening to A Spark of Science from Glasgow Science Centre.